listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Hey, it's Mark and Neanderthal once again. Uh, no Mark, but uh, plenty of Neanderthal. And we are uh, enjoying a Friday. Hey, cool. Right on, what? Exactly. Uh, and you know what? Here's the deal. Uh, Guido, I know I know that you weren't told this in advance. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to call an audible today. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, you know, look, it's Friday and they always tell you never to buy anything on Mondays or Fridays because it's probably going to be half-assed. So Great. Here I'm we gonna, go. I'm going to half-ass the show today. It's going to be an easy one because we're doing this Eddie Van Halen tribute weekend. Yes. And uh, that kicks off at 5 o'clock, but uh, it's 5 o'clock now. It's a little after 5 o'clock now. So, I, don't, I don't think that's what they mean by yeah, that. That's, well, that's not how this works. It's five o'clock somewhere, and no, somewhere no. is right here. So, no. uh, plenty of Van Halen this morning. I think is what I'm going to do. Uh, the bosses All were right. like, you know, do your thing, do what you do best. Well, what I do best is is enjoy Van Halen. So uh, we're doing this Van Halen tribute weekend at five o'clock this afternoon. But I am going to dig into the archives and grab some live and unreleased and some Van Halen stuff uh, and do that all morning long. So, so all don't the, don't wrap me up. All the programming goes out the window? Not all of it. You know, oh, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't want it. In the unlikely event that somebody from management actually listens to this show, I'm going to give the appearance that I'm paying attention and just trying to spice it up. I mean, <laughs> if you want, we can both just check out now and play play Van Halen. Let's let's go. What I have found, what <laughs> I have found it. is we here at Hubbard Radio like to uh, like to take care of these things on a Friday. It lessens the chance of an incident. Ah, see what I'm saying? Very fitting. So you might want to grab your stuff, your gear. Uh, we'll see if we make it until ten o'clock. I'll pack it up now. Right. Plenty of Van Halen. Plus today is both John and Sean Lennon's birthday. Sean, I think, would be forty five or something like that today, and John Lennon would have been eighty. Wow. So we will uh, we'll we'll do we'll do some tribute to John Lennon. Welcome to a Friday. Eddie Van Halen Tribute Weekend. We're doing the pregame today. It's Neanderthal uh, and Guido taking care of your calls at 480-470-KSLX. In fact, let's get somebody going for middle school. Good morning. It's Mark and Neanderthal with no Mark. Who's this? It's Joe. Joe, you're officially enrolled in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school with no Mark. Uh, three questions. Get two out of three correct, and we'll give you the off-road four-pack of passes for over there at West Wales of Scottsdale. Sound good? Very nice. All right. John Lennon trivia is where we're going here. I'm going to ask you three questions. If you can correctly answer the two out of three, you win. Sounds good. All right. What's John's middle name? Is it Winston, Howard, or Orson? Oh, please. Winston. It is Winston. Nice. Well played on your part. Very good. Not an easy one. All right. So John Lennon had the famous Lost Weekend. You've heard of that, right? I have. All right. How long did that last? 14 days, 6 months, or 18 months? I'll say 6 months. Mm, No, incorrect. 18 months. Ah. Apparently, John and Yoko didn't get along, which is not hard to believe. But John took off for about a year and a half with a little girl named May Pang. You've maybe heard that name. That was the lost weekend that lasted a year and a half. That's a great weekend. Sure it is. All right, third question. you got to get this one to win. What did John consider his greatest musical accomplishment? Was it A Day in the Life, Imagine, or Strawberry Fields Forever? Oh, um, A Day in the Life. Oh, so close. No, John thought Strawberry Fields Forever was his greatest accomplishment. I was going to say Strawberry Fields 
Well, then, I'm going to give you the passes anyway. How's that sound? Very nice. Excellent. I'm feeling very giving today. I appreciate you guys, man. All right, man. Appreciate you you listening. Enjoy your weekend. Okay, thank you. Yeah. And if you are, you know, here's the thing. Uh, If you're a fan of John Lennon's music, his son, Sean, is now starting to become quite the musician himself. He's done a couple of solo things before, but now I think it is it the is it Lennon Claypool conspiracy is the name of the band. Is that what it's, it's called? Uh, Lennon Claypool Delirium. Oh, Delirium. There you yes. go. Lennon, Lennon Claypool Delirium. That's uh, Les Claypool, the yes. bass player from a band called Primus. So if you're interested, it's actually pretty good it's music. Very good. And Sean Lennon is celebrating his 45th birthday today. So there, if you uh, if you are getting your Jones for some music. Feel free to pick up. I think Len and Claypool have two records out, and they're both pretty good. So go pick those up in your local CD store of choice. Five o'clock this afternoon, we'll kick off the Eddie Van Halen Tribute Weekend. Lots of album cuts and live tracks and maybe some unreleased stuff. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to get the pregame on this morning because I brought in my archive of Van Halen stuff, being uh, the Van Halen nerd that I am. This is an easy one. You know, a lot of tributes coming in. Um, I mean, just legendary guitar players. You know, taking their hat off and tipping it to Eddie Van Halen. Billy Gibbons says that his technical prowess was nearly unsurpassed. He was always ready to deliver. Even with the most ferocious riffs and with that technique, it was really gratifying to be in front of a guy that genuinely appreciated and enjoyed every single moment. You're talking about a guy that, that Eddie Van Halen took more than a little from. If you listen to stuff like LaGrange and then you listen to Hot for Teacher... You can totally hear where Eddie Van Halen borrowed liberally from the right Reverend Billy Gibbons. So, um, you know, he's one of those guys that uh, that the game will not be the same ever again. There'll never be another Eddie Van Halen. And lots of people are calling in with their requests. What do you got? David Lee Roth, hear about it later. Here's the great thing about that song. It's one of the four songs they did uh, at that Oakland show that you saw the videos on MTV for Unchained and So This Is Love. Alex and Wolfgang Van Halen are planning on going up and going through the archives of 5150. Obviously, now is not the time. But eventually, we may see a video, a full video of that 81 Oakland show. That'd be cool. Yeah, there's got to be a ton of material Yes. around that, that place. So. From 1981's Fair Warning, here's Hear About It Later from Van Halen on the EVH Tribute Weekend pre game with Neanderthal. Uh, appreciate it. Have a good one. Rivals of the mighty Van Halen back in the 70s were Quiet Riot. Here's something that you never thought you'd hear. Quiet Riot beat Van Halen in one aspect, and that is they had a number one album long before Van Halen did. A lot of things in common, though. Two great guitar heroes, Randy Rhodes, former guitar player for Quiet Riot, Eddie Van Halen, guitar player for Van Halen. Both had loudmouth lead singers, David Lee Roth and Van Halen, and Kevin Dubrow from Quiet Riot, who never really had nice words to say about any of his contemporaries and liked to take credit for opening the door for Van Halen. That, I'm sure, is probably a matter of subjectivity. But another guy that never really had a few praise for other musicians is one Pete Townsend. However, he has spoken up on the passing of Eddie Van Halen this past Tuesday, and... And this is a little bit of a, a earth-shattering news. Claims he was the guy that was supposed to play on Thriller with Michael Jackson. Quote, I was once asked by Michael Jackson to play electric guitar in the Thriller album. I said I couldn't do it, but I recommended Eddie Van Halen, who called and we chatted, and he was utterly charming. Happy about the connection. Told me how much he was enjoying playing keyboards. His smile was classic. A man in his rightful place, so happy to be doing what he did. It's completely tragic that we've lost Eddie Van Halen. He was not just an innovative and stylish player with great taste. He was also a laid-back virtuoso showman who blew us all away every time. Every shredder today has lost their master teacher and guide. As he got older, he became more generous and amusing. 
amusing and self-effacing about his enormous gifts. He shared so many tricks throughout guitar workshops, online and TV shows. Immense talent, the great American guitar player. I was hoping he might be president one day. That is Pete Townsend. This is Van Halen covering The Who live from the 5150 studios as we dig back into the archives. A Van Halen tribute weekend kicks off at 5 o'clock. Getting the pregame on for you right now. 100.7 KSLX. Enjoy. ZZ Top, the Valley's Classic Rock Station, 100.7 KSLX would give me all your love. And, of course, we talked about Billy Gibbons and his tribute to the late Eddie Van Halen. A Van Halen weekend kicks off at 5 o'clock this afternoon. It's Neanderthal hanging out without Mark on the Mark and Neanderthal program. He's taking some time off. He'll be back on Monday. So, like the good-looking girl's best friend, I'm screwing off on a Friday and getting the pregame on with a little uh, early Van Halen content for your uh, for your Friday morning. This was originally supposed to be... A Led Zeppelin weekend. We were supposed to play a whole bunch of extra Zeppelin music. And Jimmy Page has actually put out a tweet regarding the passing of Eddie Van Halen as well. So we might as well get that out of the way. It is with great sadness that I hear the passing of Eddie Van Halen. He was the real deal. He pioneered a dazzling technique on guitar with taste and panache that I always felt placed him above his imitators. It was good to see him featured at the Met Party's Play It Loud exhibition. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. That's from Jimmy Page. And again, like I said, we were supposed to do a Led Zeppelin weekend. And this guy, you wanted to hear Van Halen doing Led Zeppelin? Pretty much. All right. Well, I, I can go back into the clubs and give you a little taste because this is sort of an unauthorized recording. And I imagine at some point when Wolfgang and Alex Van Halen get up into the 5150 studios, they're going to dig through a lot of this old stuff. And we may actually get some box sets or some archive material from, from Van Halen doing covers and things like that from early in their career with David Lee Roth on vocals, a an obscure Zeppelin song called Hots On For Nowhere. doing a little Led Zeppelin. They got better and did some with Sammy Hagar in 1986. So we'll go with this one. On the Valley's Classic Rock Station, KSLX. Just played Queen. You know, that was one of the first examples, I think, of a rock band. Now, Guido, I don't know you to be a big club rat. Are you a clubber? Do you go clubbing? <laughs> No, no, not not very often. Yeah, I can't not tell you. Much. I can't tell you. I'm I'm surprised by that. But <laughs> Queen was one of the first rock bands I remember hearing in clubs. Like going out, you'd be out and, and like in dance clubs, you'd hear Queen, and you'd think to yourself, "Well, why would a rock band make an attempt to be on the dance floor?" And that's because women like to shake their ass to music, and on occasion, bad decisions were made in the Van Halen camp. And this is why I bring it up because. This is legitimately, I think, 1988 when this happened. And I don't, this is a Van Halen song that you will recognize once they get into it. But you say to yourself, whose idea was this and how drunk was Eddie Van Halen when he greenlit it? Ask yourself this question as you listen to a little taste.
recognize it? Oh, yeah. Here you go. Woo! That was one of many bad decisions in the Van Halen camp. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yeah. Van Halen Tribute Weekend kicks off at 5 o'clock. Neander Paul, Mark and Neander Paul Morning Show. Mark is taking some time off. He'll be back on Monday. So again, like the good-looking girl's best friend, I'm going to get your pregame on. It's kind of like day drinking, except it's very early drinking because uh, it's a party when Eddie Van Halen is around. So we'll get some more Van Halen music on for you in just a bit, including both the third and fourth lead vocalist of Van Halen. You've probably not even known that there was a fourth lead vocalist, but there is... <laughs> And his name is Gary Sharon, and you say to yourself, well, he was the third lead singer, and that's when I will correct you a little later on. Speaking of corrections, Guido, how much would it be worth for you to go to jail? What would what would the price of incarceration be for you? I I couldn't even I, I don't know. Well, is there anything that you would that's worth going to jail for? Well, yeah, I mean there's a lot of things, but uh, I don't know. If I, I said to you $75 million worth of this commodity is stolen every year. Would you think to yourself, well, I'd like a piece of that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It, it depends. But... Let's go to Athens, Georgia, shall we? We don't okay. have the name of right. the person, but that person is a thief and stole from Chick-fil-A. Uh-oh. And you say to yourself, well, who can steal $75 million worth of Chick-fil-A? It's not the Chick-fil-A that was stolen. Okay. Valley Proteins is a company that recycles animal processing food waste. Oh, God. And as it turns out, this Chick-fil-A location lost $1,000 worth of a certain product because an employee or alleged employee of Valley Protein came in and absconded with the cooking oil. <laughs> okay. Somewhere between August 3rd and September 28th, which is a little concerning to me because aren't you supposed to know what your cooking oil situation is? I would think a little bit more than a month and a half would be the time you'd want to know. Right. But somewhere between August 3rd and September 28th, an employee of Valley Proteins, who wasn't really an employee of Valley Proteins, oh, no. went into the Athens, Georgia Chick-fil-A and absconded with $1,000 worth of cooking oil. Quote, the impersonator had some method of gaining access to the locked grease vault and used a truck that had the Valley Proteins logo on it to steal wow. the cooking grease. The truck obviously didn't belong to Valley Proteins. The Athens-Clark County Police Department didn't immediately respond to news requests for comment because they're probably just yeah. following their nose for the beautiful smell of <laughs> cooking oil. Right. As it turns out, that cooking oil that was worth $1,000. How much cooking oil do you think you have to steal for it to be worth $1,000? I'd say a lot. I would say so. I, yeah. Cooking oil can be used to make biodiesel. So I'm sure oh. if you go to Athens, Georgia, you just follow the car that's driving around that smells like french fries. <laughs> smells delicious. Because that's exactly what happens. That's this, <laughs> this miscreant, this perpetrator will eventually be apprehended and officially deemed the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hi, this is Attorney General Mark Burnovich, or the Burno for you, and my goodness, wasn't that a wonderful story? Certainly was. Dumbass of the Day is brought to you by Ridenow Power Sports with Six Valley locations to serve you. Check them out at ridenow.com. As Mark is not here and it's Friday morning and I feel like screwing around and what better band to screw around playing with than Van Halen. Just playing Twisted Sister right there. A friend of the show, Dee Snyder, joined us 
on Wednesday morning and told us the story of how he encountered Eddie Van Halen, and it's not what you would think. I met him, but in the most un- unusual and incredible way, um, and it was not, uh, we never toured together, we never played together, we never socialized anything. Wow. Here it is. You've, got, you've heard of the NAM, uh, yes. the NAM uh, convention every year. It's a national association of music, music makers. And I was there um, with Leslie West, hanging out with Leslie West. Leslie was there, you know, guitar legend from Mountain. And uh, everybody loves and respects Leslie. He made his mark, certainly, in the, in the guitar community. And I'm hanging out with him, and there's going to be the NAM jam. And Leslie's playing. So it's the afternoon, Leslie's sound checking. And Leslie's on stage, he's sound checking, and I've got a folding chair, and I literally put it on the stage. There's nobody there. It's just, and this Leslie's backup band, Leslie, and I'm sitting on the chair, and Leslie's playing, and I'm literally within, you know, three feet of Leslie. I'm, on, I'm doing an interview. Oh, my God. My, one of the construction guys is asking me for a minute. Uh, you give me a minute. Okay. Um, so, uh... And and Leslie's playing, and all of a sudden, Eddie Van Halen walks out with a guitar around his neck, plugs in, and stands on the other side of my folding chair. I'm sitting on a folding chair with <laughs> Leslie West on one side. I mean, a foot away, and and Eddie Van Halen on the other side, and they start having a guitar battle. Wow. And uh, and I'm literally, I'm going, this, is anybody getting a photo of this? I mean, there's nobody there for this. It's just the two of them facing off, but with love and admiration, mind you, because Eddie's a big fan of Leslie West. Right. And I am the only person sitting for a solo concert performance with Eddie Van Halen and Leslie West. Nice. And that is the, and I never, and, and that, that was the only time I ever saw him, was near him, met him, experienced him, other than seeing Van Halen in concert. Uh, and, but, uh, and it was mind-blowing to be up that close to a person who plays like that. Incredible. Yeah, see, you know, you know you're pretty good when a guy like Dee Snyder is impressed by your presence on stage, because, you know, Dee's kind of an alpha male. Guido, have you ever seen did you ever get the chance to see Van Halen? Did you see them in any of the David Lee Roth reunion tours and stuff like that? I know you're not old no. enough to have seen them back in the day. No, my uh, my older brother went and saw them at the Coliseum, but uh, that's about it. So your frame of reference for Van Halen was you were a kid when Sammy Hagar was the lead singer, right? Yeah, that was always my 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 older brother and my dad introduced me to them, and it was like, oh, this is this is the guy after. David Lee Roth. original singer. All right. So it was a a different era. So you know who the guy was after Sammy Hagar? Not really. Most people don't. Yeah. The guy named Mitch Malloy, who now sings for Great White. And people don't realize that Mitch Malloy was the replacement singer, was going to replace Sammy Hagar in 1996. He was in the band, had already recorded with them, wrote some songs with them. Wow. And then Van Halen did their reunion thing on MTV during the Video Music Awards and walked out on stage with David Lee Roth. Mitch Malloy called Eddie Van Halen and said, I'm out. I don't want any part of this. Understandable. I can't be, I can't, there's no possible way. It's bad enough i got to try to replace Sammy Hagar. Right. I can't replace David Lee Roth. Sammy Hagar couldn't replace David Lee Roth. Right. So you ask yourself, what would Van Halen have sounded like with the unknown Mitch Malloy on lead vocals? Okay. It would sound like this. This song eventually became That's Why I Love You, a song that was not released on Van Halen 3 with, um... Gary Sharona lead vocals, who's technically the fourth lead vocalist for Van Halen. This was the third. Hey, hey, 
that's that's pretty strange. Yeah. This was the guy that was supposed to replace Sammy Hagar. Hmm. And it's very generic sounding. It's yeah, it's kind of that's that's weird. The music's yeah. there. You yeah. can tell. It's the same Van Halen music, but it's very poppy. Very poppy. <laughs> you ready? Here we go. Sing along. That's that's technically the third lead vocalist for Van Halen. He did not last. He he quit the band before any of that stuff came out. Now, so here's the thing: you got to wonder if that stuff will eventually be released because Alex and, and Wolfgang Van Halen are now the curators of the Eddie Van Halen estate. Wow. Yeah. And so Mitch Malloy is sort of a footnote in history. This is probably the only time Mitch Malloy is being mentioned with regard to the greatness of Eddie Van Halen. Meanwhile, Gary Sharon from Extreme came into the band and got a horrible rap. <laughs> The positive that could be taken from Gary Sharon being in Van Halen, he would sing the old Dave songs that Sammy wouldn't sing. Like this one. Let's enjoy Gary Sharon singing for Van Halen in 1998. Enjoy. It's KSLX. KSLX Valley's Classic Rock Station on uh, a pregame for the Eddie Van Halen tribute weekend. Uh, Of course, uh, Gene Simmons from KISS famously discovering Van Halen back in the mid-70s. Takes credit for a lot of their early demos. In fact, I I have some of the early demo stuff from from Van Halen for you. Uh, I'll give you a little snippet of it a little bit. But Gene Simmons visibly, emotionally upset when getting the news on Tuesday of the passing of Eddie Van Halen. I just found out um, Eddie Van Halen passed away. Uh, I'm heartbroken. Uh, He wasn't just a guitar god to millions of people, but Eddie was a gentle soul. What can I say? Rest in peace, Eddie. Rest in peace. So there you go. Gene Simmons, who's usually, you know, Mr. Alpha Male, Mr. Tough Guy, Mr. Always Confident, very broken up over the passing of Eddie Van Halen. Again, we'll kick off a Van Halen tribute weekend at 5 o'clock this afternoon. Now, those demos that Gene Simmons produced never got the band the record deal they were looking for. In fact, it wasn't until later on that a couple of guys from Warner Brothers Records would go and see Van Halen. But those demos do exist, and they are now in the hands of Wolfgang and Alex Van Halen, who will now be the curators of the Van Halen estate. And maybe, just maybe, we'll hear a proper release of this song which is an unreleased Van Halen demo called Get the Show on the Road which does exist early David Lee Roth stuff there for you not quite finished so you never know assume, Guido, that this is going to be a lot like the Jimi Hendrix situation where you're just going to hear for the next 30 years there's going to be releases of Van Halen material because he had apparently just shelves and shelves full of tape. They're going to break into the vault 
I would think so, yeah. The, release the floodgates? I'm guessing there'll be an archival release. I'm, I'm wondering if Brian May will finally release this properly on CD. little thing called the Brian May Starfleet Project, which Eddie did with Brian back in the 80s. It's never been officially released on CD. It's only available on vinyl. Very difficult to find, very expensive to find secondhand. But again... One of the brief appearances of Eddie Van Halen outside of the band Van Halen. So, something to look forward to. Those guys were the heirs to the Sunset Strip throne. Once Van Halen went worldwide, suddenly Motley Crue became the biggest thing on the strip. And, uh, you know, I mean, as far as party bands go... I'd put him in the top three. I'm not sure I would put him at number one. I think Van Halen still sits there. You know, uh, it's interesting. When Eddie Van Halen first got to the United States, he didn't speak English. He didn't really know anything about the country. They didn't have any money. And then at some point, he ends up in front of a presentation for the Smithsonian Institution, and he explains how it all happened. Do you feel as though you're living the American dream? Oh, come on. Coming, coming here with... Approximately $50 and a piano, not being able to speak the language, uh, going through everything uh, to get to where we are. Uh, yeah, uh, I, if, if that's not an American dream, I don't know what is. You know? Yeah. Yeah, now that dream is over for, for Edward Van Halen. He, we lost him on Tuesday to complications from cancer. Hopefully, we'll get some more, like, posthumous music or they'll do some sort of a... There's a rumor that there could be a cancer benefit show a la what Freddie Mercury did for HIV and AIDS research. There might be some sort of a cancer benefit because Eddie was suffering from it for a good, almost 20 years. It'll be interesting to see what comes from the vaults. You know... Like this. This is actually Eddie and Alex and Wolfgang Van Halen rehearsing at 5150 Studios for a tour that never materialized. There was supposed to be a reunion tour in 2019 with Michael Anthony and David Lee Roth. And then Eddie got sick and then and the COVID happened and we know what happens. Eddie recorded every rehearsal that the band ever did. So guessing there'll be some stuff coming out in the not too distant near future. Now is not the time, but it would be fun to just crank it all up, wouldn't it? Again, the pregame on. It's Mark and Neanderthal. No Mark, just Neanderthal. And being the good-looking girl's best friend has its advantages, like being able to play a bunch of Van Halen music today. In fact, got a bunch of emails that have come in from people. Neanderthal at KSLX.com. Thank you so much. If we didn't get to everybody, uh, I'd like to apologize for that. Chris writes in, just wanted to say, you guys coming in in the afternoon on Tuesday, we all heard the terrible news of the passing of Eddie Van Halen was appropriate and classy. Uh, when you first read Valerie's message, I teared up, as I bet you did. I know from listening to you guys for many years, you're about the biggest Van Halen fan I know from. I only saw him once, but it was at the Us Festival in 83. That was a Glenn Helen in uh, in San Bernardino, California. I know a lot of people that actually were at that show. There were 300,000 people at that show. I'm not sure how many people that I know that were there were really there, but I guess it's cool to say you were there. First heard him in the fifth grade when a kid brought in the first album to class and blew everybody away, including our very cool teacher who appreciated most anything we brought in. Later, after digesting my own copy for years, I became to love both Atomic Punk and On Fire. Those two seem to highlight everything I love about Eddie. Keep up the good work, and while we're on our way to and from our job, you're a good best friend to the good-looking girl. 
Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Of course, there's no bigger drama than the Van Halen drama between Dave and Sammy and Eddie Van Halen and Alex Van Halen and Gary Sharon and all of that. They are arguably the best argument in the history of rock and roll. The great news is all fences were mended. Eddie Van Halen and Alex Van Halen never had a problem with Gary Sharon. He left the band amicably. Obviously, they reunited with David Lee Roth and... Apparently, we're on good terms with Michael Anthony as early as last year when they were going to do a reunion tour with David Lee Roth, a couple of festival shows and stuff like that. And as it turns out, quietly, Sammy Hagar and Eddie Van Halen mended fences at the beginning of the year. And they didn't talk about it publicly because they didn't want people to start talking about a potential Sammy Van Halen reunion. So as it stands right now, the final recorded document of the band outside of the live album, the final studio sessions were actually acoustic sessions with David Lee Roth at 5150 Studios in 2012. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 